This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website, powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-215-0465. That's 800-215-0465. Welcome back to 40 Acres and a Fool with Cam Edwards on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome back to 40 Acres and a Fool from the Blaze Radio Network. Cam Edwards, Missy, still at the kitchen table. It's dark here at the kitchen table, by the way. We've, we've got some electrical issues happening in the house. So this, the, the house is 235 years old in parts. The house was pre-Edison. Yeah. Yeah. And the some of the wiring is, is is scary, if not questionable. Most of the things we kind of were able to have addressed. However, this house like has a lot of mystery light switches, and we have light switches that do and do not work for some things. But what happened recently is that in this particular room, we've had a ceiling fan. The ceiling fan has three switches that actually turn the fan on and off, but only one that works the light switch. And something happened to the two light bulbs up there. One of them just like blew up when like I put replaced them and one went immediately went mm-hmm. crazy. The light only works if the dimmer switch is halfway. <laughs> if the dimmer switch is all the way up or all the way down, the light doesn't work at all. If the light switch is on and off, yeah. And it's crazy. So we have a similar problem in the kitchen in that we have an over a middle of the kitchen light. We have a light switch at the door, and then we have a light switch on the other side of the room from the other doorway. If you use that at all, the light doesn't turn on, and you have to wiggle the light switch The light switch to, make to it get work. it to come back on again. It doesn't work like normal houses where if you walk into a room and there's a, if you, oh, I'm going to turn it on and walk out another door and turn it off, it actually works. Right. Not anywhere in the house does that work right. So I'm hoping... That an electrician can come out next week and help us clear up some of this crazy stuff. Yeah, that's the plan anyway. We uh, talked with our friend uh, uh, Jimmy, who is the lover of Missy's hot sauce, the guy who drinks it like it is lemonade. And we have a big bottle of uh, new hot sauce to give our friend Jimmy because... How many many bottles? Well, uh, we we managed to get 38 and a half 10-ounce bottles... And then I made three of the big, I think they were 22 ounce. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones I made last year that have the, oh, I don't know what it's considered. It's the, it's like the rubber stopper with the the metal thing that's the old school bottle. Old yeah. school bottle. Right. Opener. I, yeah. But it's some sort, I can't remember the name. But anyway, I made three of those. One for one of our good friends, one just for Jimmy, and then one for us. <laughs> So we have the biggest bottles. But oh, yeah, I have 38 and a half bottles. I've sent them out. I got feedback tonight from one of my friends in Oklahoma City. And he was like, oh my gosh, this is so good. Thank you. A little goes a long way. And he made his dinner tonight was uh, tortillas crisped up with a cheese sauce with the hot sauce thrown into the cheese sauce. Oh, nice. Yes. Uh, our friend Tommy, who uh, runs Charlie's Waterfront, uh, cafe and wine bar in Farmville. I gave him a bottle. He put it on some uh, pizza, some margarita pizza, 
and he said it was really good. It's it's really it really is good, and it's nice because it's complex. It starts out and it's a little zingy and vinegary, and it's not particularly hot like at first. No, but then no. it's got this then, burn afterbite. And right? I went a little smoother in texture this year. Last year I had a little bit more of a vinegar. It was almost like a picante, but I left it a little chunkier. But this year. I it was a two stage thing. I put it through the food processor to grind up all of the whole body peppers. Like these have been fermenting from August until October when the frost finally froze everything. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, I think the last bottle of you peppers. Mean, you mean when, they, when you say that they've been fermenting from August to October? They that's when we collected so, them. Right. So the earliest was from, from August. August. The last bottle was from October, okay. and I just processed them and ground them up and made them into fermented hot pepper sauce in March. Yeah, so been going for a while. Y'all do the and math. the and the uh, but the, the last the primary. couple of bottles though. The last couple of bottles were from me frantically picking somewhat underripe habaneros. <laughs> Off of the vines because all the other peppers had frozen. Mm-hmm. So there were three quarts of just habanero oh dear. peppers with garlic amongst the 22 quarts of sweet and hot peppers. So did you mix it all up? Oh, yeah. It was garlic. Because there was one jar, too, that you had had going for... The year before. It was like over a year old. Yeah. So there was the, that was the, but what happened? Did you make that into its own sauce or did you put that? (laughs) What happened was, is in the bubbling. So I I ferment this in mason jars Mm -hmm. with the caps and the screw lids. So I don't screw them down super tight so that it gives them space to bubble. But what happens is that sometimes the, the bubble comes up on the lid and when I wipe all of a sudden, my Sharpie marker goes away. Mm. And so after I cleaned all the tops off so I could unscrew the lids and mm-hmm. dump them, I lost all the dates. <laughs> so oh, no. the only way I was able to tell that one quart was that it was the softest batch of peppers in the batch. Okay. So it probably emulsified straight into the whole bunch and made things good. But yeah, we had peppers going from August all the way to October, and then they've been bubbling and fermenting we've it's been you just pack them in a jar throw in some salt water and let them sit burp them every once in a while and top them off when necessary top them off with what uh, a brine uh if you have a quart jar of water Mm -hmm. uh you add two tablespoons of kosher salt give it a little shaky shake that's the brine okay so if you have a quart jar of peppers you pack them down with about five to ten cloves of garlic and just crush them. You cut off the stem parts, but leave the seeds because that's where the heat is. Mm-hmm. And you just pack them into the jar. And then you make sure that you put in all this garlic. And then you give a good shake, make sure the brine has Not a uh, shaky shake. dissolved. Shaky shake, shake for the for, for the, the brine. Pour it into the jar. Let it sit Put a cover on it, shake the jar because you want to make sure that the water brine gets in between all the airspace. Because Mm -hmm. if you just put the brine in and you haven't done that, it's going to settle. And so give it a shake, put it down, unscrew it again, and you want to top it. You want to make sure the brine is all the way to the top of the jar. Screw it down, put it down, 
and leave it. Every three or four days at the very beginning, you need to give it a burp. And you need to give it a burp over the sink because it's going to be bubbly and it's going to fizz and it's going to make a mess. And after you do that, it's going to need a refill of the brine. So, but the longer you let them ferment, the the more awesome your your hot pepper sauce is going to be. And the nice thing about it is capsaicin, which is the feature in hot peppers, is a natural antibiotic. So this hot pepper sauce keeps almost indefinitely. Does it have to be refrigerated? Not really. But because of the antibacterial products, right. it's like hot sauce you can keep out on the counter, uh-huh. but you can put it in the fridge. It makes people feel better. So it is basically just um, all kinds of hot peppers mm. and sweet peppers. It's, and then- it is hot peppers and sweet peppers is the primary two. And then it's garlic, whole cloves of garlic, um, kosher salt, and vinegar. And then, you know, in there is water with the brine. Right. But as far as marketing the ingredients. And that's it. Yeah, that's it. Time. Mm-hmm. patience and then you know oh man the house stunk oh yeah it smelled pretty foul for two days it, it was it a like good, sweat socks yeah no not sweat socks it was no, that sweaty vinegary summer day sweat socks yeah it was a good thing it was a good thing it was a nice day i was able to open the windows <laughs> and, but i was exposed to it all day long and my eyes were just like my sinuses like all everybody else in the house has a cold no, I was breathing clear as a day because I was making that hot pepper sauce the day everybody else was getting a cold. I think that saved me. I'm starting to get a little stuffed up, so maybe I should have a spoonful of hot sauce here. We need yeah. to take a quick time out. We need to send the kiddos upstairs, but we will be back with more 40 Acres and a Fool from the Blaze Radio Network. So stick around. We'll be back with more right after this. 40 Acres and a Fool with Cam Edwards on the Blaze Radio Network.